Hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome to Cracker Classics, weekly podcast in which uh, we take a classic movie, watch it. Usually. See, usually. Occasionally I fall asleep. Oh, right. That's how you know it's bad. <laughs> but we yeah. see if it's still good or if it was never good. Is it weird today? Is it cringe? Is it worth watching even though it's horribly sexist and racist? Can we justify it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's bad, but we've done it. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea if we'll do that this week, though. No clue. This week we're watching Brief Encounter. Yay! It's uh, it's based on an old coward play, so yep. I'm kind of excited about that. Yes. <laughs> David Lean directed it. He did Bridge on the River Kwai and uh, Lawrence of Arabia and... Well, hell yeah. Yeah. I did not know that. That's good. Yeah. Good director. <laughs> Crazy yes. son of a bitch, but he's really good director. <laughs> the best ones are. And oh, there was something else in it. I was like, ooh. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> this sounds... Maybe similar to the women. Kind of, yeah. Woman finds out her husband's having an affair. Yeah. But I, it, it's going to be different. There are men in this movie. Yes. For better or for worse. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. <laughs> I liked how the women did that. Where, Yeah, the men were a big focal point of the movie. They weren't in it. Yes. It was nice. Here, though, I, I don't know what we're getting into. Aside from maybe a touch of class, because it's no coward. Yeah, I, I, I don't know much about this myself. But does that mean pretentiousness? Because it's no coward. Well, it's never strictly pretentiousness. But it's there. I'm not saying it's, it's not. It's in there. I'm definitely not saying it's not. But there's usually some underlying value to the pretense. Well, true. Is that right? Is pretense and pretentious the same thing? You know, I've always had that issue in my brain. Wouldn't there be pretension, too? But then that sounds like hypertension, sort of. Yeah, I don't... I just say pretentiousness. Me no English good. To me, pretentiousness sounds just a little (laughs) more pretentious. A lot more pretentious. I don't think they are. They might be related, but I don't think they're the same. Probably. Like, pretension isn't not. all about pretense. Anyway. What, what comes before the tense? Um, usually the verb. Grammar. Yep. So I, I wonder the title of this movie. What is our brief encounter? Uh, I think it's the um, chance relationship that's formed. Between uh, what's her the, the the housewife and the virtuous doctor. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's uh very much the uh, meeting someone that you feel like might be a better fit, and then I'd imagine since it's the forties, ultimately determining that nope, my marriage is more important. I have to ups- uphold the status quo. There is sanctity that I must. Yeah, yeah. Abide by. Which, I mean, there's not necessarily anything wrong with that idea. It's just a question of whether you value a long-term relationship over a short, potentially short-term. It, it's a contextual it's, thing. Yeah. yeah like with every relationship. Yep. Well, you popped my bubble. I was hoping the brief encounter was the housewife and the mistress in a brief encounter. And then she figures it all out. And it's well, like, holy uh... shit, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Maybe, yeah. 
not in the 40s. Just talking out loud here. <laughs> it's the 40s, but I'm sure... Well, I don't know when Noel Coward wrote the play. That's true. Probably before the 40s. There's not likely any lesbian shenanigans going on anywhere. In Damn! This. I know. No representation. <laughs> there will be a, a, a glimpse at the other class, though, I imagine. Yeah. I may feel a bit poor in some of these scenes as... I mean, there's no coward. There's opulence and pretty expensive things. And... I feel poor watching practically any movie. Well, that's true. I mean... <laughs> that's why we call it fiction. Yes. And to think we paid to see the movie. No wonder we feel poor. <sighs> Stop it. So it goes. <laughs> well, shall we get on with this? Yes, let's briefly encounter this movie so that we have something to talk about. Yes. We'll be back for intermission impressions... And uh, an affair. Maybe encountered briefs. Ooh. No, it's the 40s. <laughs> Magic underwear or nothing. Uh, we'll be back. <sighs> you know, I still wish Brandy was 10p. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, right? It's the first thing I've written down. Brandy, <laughs> if someone's feeling ill, they didn't have it in the refreshment room at the train station. She said it cost 10p to get a little bit of brandy if you're feeling ill. Can't yeah, we well, have that back? It was medicinal, so... Exactly! Yeah. Brandy's good for what ails you. Uh, well, not everything that ails you, but, it, you know... Not much at all, really. It, it'll you can calm do down. the trick in certain... Yeah, it'll calm down the DTs. Exactly! <laughs> <laughs> It would have helped her on that train ride back with that damn old woman. <laughs> she reminds me of the weird neighbor in Gaslight. Oh, yeah. She's kooky and annoying, but she's there for a reason, yeah. I think. I guess. I'm. She's sort of the one connection between the train station and home. Well, yeah. So she's going to see what's been going on and probably figure it out. Is she really, though? I think she's... I mean, she's going to imagine things that are going on. <laughs> and her imagination will probably be close to the truth. But will she actually figure it out? No. Will she actually see it and notice she's it? She's too damn it? oblivious. <laughs> Fair enough. But Maybe. she will definitely spread rumors and gossip because that's what she does. Yeah. I should point out that I got this backwards. The husband's not having the affair. She's having the affair. Yes. I mean, allegedly, so far there really hasn't been anything affair-like. Oh, the emotional affair has begun. That has seeds <laughs> of absolutely yes. begun. <laughs> He's into it. She's a little oh, more like... She's into it. She's just deluding herself into the idea that she's not actually into it. Uh, well, maybe. Yeah, I mean, she's into the that experience. They had, they had a lot of fun. Yeah. They went to lunch, they had a movie, made fun of the woman playing cello terribly. She had fun at that, but then when there seemed to be a notion of something more, emotionally speaking, then she was sort of reserved. Reserve's not the right word. Um, Reticent. Yes. It was an Thank R you. word. You were close. Mm -hmm. Good work. Thank you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Maybe you are right. It is there and she's just it's fighting there. it. But... She's fighting it. It's so there, though. <laughs> I like how this is framed, but she's basically confessing to her husband. 
So she's narrating <laughs> the story. And in her mind, she's telling him. No, she's telling the story that she would tell him if she could tell him. And if he would fucking listen. Well, that's another aspect of the whole deal. Yeah. <laughs> what little we've actually seen of the husband, I don't really care for him. Eh, he's fine. He's a proper British husband. That's true, but there's still a little detachment when it comes to their relationship. Like I said, he's a proper British husband. Fair enough. <laughs> Is he a proper British doctor by wanting by killing two patients and being totally cool with it later that same day? I'm pretty sure that was a joke. I hope it was. <laughs> the way he was just so nonchalant about it. Like, oh yeah, I killed two patients this morning. I'm taking the rest of the day off. They don't want me in there anymore. <laughs> I would joke constantly like that if I were a doctor. Fair enough. <laughs> I didn't need a sense of humor for a job like that. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't decide how true to life that was. Did he so thank you for telling people? me it was a joke. No, he didn't actually kill people. Well, people might Not have physically. died under his watch. He didn't deliberately kill anyone. He didn't kill anyone by fucking up their shit. People might have died while under his care. That's possible. But no, that I killed a couple of people before lunch, so now the uh, people are after me. Ha <laughs> It's a joke. It's a terrible <laughs> joke. Yes. It's a great joke. But it's a joke. <laughs> thank you. I'm wondering, though, how much, how many people he's going to emotionally kill here. Not uh, just one. Just the one? Just yep. her? Just her. Okay. Probably himself, so two. Yeah. If it's he's gonna, not it's already... It's a murder-suicide. It's definitely a murder-suicide. But if he's married and is already having the hots for her, hasn't he already emotionally killed himself long before he met her? No. We can't control that shit. All we can control is how we deal with it, and he's not dealing with it well. The emotion is not the issue. She's the only one dealing with anything so far. Yes. And <laughs> she's doing the best she can, given her resources. Yes. There's no resources. None. <laughs> you know, props to her for trying to bring it up to her husband. Yeah. Who was totally not listening. Yeah. And then that... Can we go over the whole invite him to dinner thing? I didn't really get his response. Okay, so she suggested inviting him to dinner, and he was like, does it have to be dinner? Couldn't it be lunch? Right. And she said, but you're never home for lunch. You're only home for dinner. And he said, yeah, that's the point. So he just has no interest in, in meeting, in meeting guy. this guy. He just doesn't care. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's paying that terribly much attention, but it's just kind of a brush the wife off with her silly ideas thing. Got it. <sighs> Okay. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to commit to anything that might actually involve me, but you can do your own thing. Have fun. Um, Just do it when I'm not around. Yeah. Which is sort of code for, yeah, you could have an affair, <laughs> so long as I don't know about it. <laughs> I know Kinda, what he's yeah. <laughs> I doubt that's his intention. Nope. Because he's not thinking about that, because I don't know what he thinks about beyond his crossword. Well, I was going to say, he's focused on his crossword. He's not thinking about anything else. Mm. Like the way he approaches the kids, too. It's a very hands-off sort of thing. Like I said, just typical for a working British, British dad. Yeah. But, I mean, damn kid got a concussion. It's because he got hit by a car. It happens. Just <laughs> I understand that feed it him happens. some ice cream and cake and he'll be fine. But it was your kid. Yeah, but he's basically fine. The doctor said so. Which is why he's napping after having a concussion. 
That was medical protocol back then. They should have called the doctor. They did call the doctor. No, no, not that oh, doctor. The doctor. The doctor. Well, um, he is just a GP, so he's not going to be able to do anything more than the doctor they called. True. For the boy. It's in preventive medicine. Well, that's true. You can't prevent something that's already it's happened. Already happened. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're screwed now. Call a specialist. <laughs> I'm liking a lot of the dialogue in here, slash monologuing in here. Oh, this is very monologuing. Mm-hmm. It's exposition heavy, and yeah. yeah. But there's some nice word. Oh yeah. Flow in here. I, I wrote a couple things down. Like she says that falling in love is a violent thing. Yeah, I didn't think such violent things happen to ordinary people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and was she was buying that extravagant clock. For her husband as a gift. Yes. And she kept talking about how it was expensive and it's just, it's really yeah. insane to do. But then she bought it. She committed the crime. Yes. It's like, oh, <laughs> I like that. Oh, yeah. There's there's a lot of coded language in here. Mm-hmm. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a haughty wit. Yes. It's got this refined, you know, dignified nature to it. But it's a little gritty. It's a little gritty. Yeah, yeah. Which does great with just how the movie looks. Yes. You know, it's got this classy black and white, almost noir feel, but it's a little gritty. Yeah. You know, we're at a train it's very station. Dark. And... Yeah. High contrast. I like the but style. But not quite. It's not quite noir though. It's no. Because it's not the whole like moody lighting and whatnot. It's very dark mm-hmm. and clear. It's like it's clean, but. With a layer of dust on it, almost it's like a little. I keep wanting to say grit, but there's there's a dirty film over the very clean line. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, a veneer of something. That something being the doctor is <clears throat> coming for you, homewrecker. <laughs> well. Sensibilities of the 30s, she would be considered the home record. Oh, yes, she's the one who uh, betrayed her husband and lured this poor man into infidelity. That Jezebel. Even though he initiated everything, everything. with the lunch, honestly. <laughs> yeah, that's who she said. She, she um, offered him a spot at the table because yeah. there was nowhere else to sit, and he invited himself to the movie, volunteered and... to uh, help her with her eye. Yeah. As doctors do. <laughs> Let me even, take a look at that. I'm a doctor. Wasn't even thinking of that far back, but yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, true. First, she noticed him in there. Yeah. But that was it. Yeah, was I, know, nice I, I noticed plenty of people that don't offer to wash my eye, so, uh, <laughs> you know. I'm just yeah, looking, I don't usually have issues with my <laughs> eye in public. I wish more people would offer to wash my eye. That's a strange <laughs> pickup line. <laughs> Hello, would you like to wash my eye? Uh, no. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's he's definitely been the the instigating point in almost everything here. Pretty much, yeah. And I don't... There, there's a psychology to this doctor that we haven't fully found out, I don't think. Uh, yeah, we know he's married and he's clearly not happy. It doesn't say that. Well, he doesn't say that? It's not intimated. 
I very much feel that they're both happy in their marriages. All right, maybe I'm just reading into it. Just the yeah. fact that he is sort of putting himself in wow. some sort of relationship with her. <laughs> you know, he had started out nice and cordial and just friendship-like. Then they got back to the train station, and things seemed to have taken a slight turn. Well, it's because he got talking about what he's passionate about, and she noticed how it affected him. Mm. And the fact that she noticed made him notice. Now everything's a flutter? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I guess the wings will spread in the second half here. Um, yep. It has emerged from its chrysalis, and we shall see it fly. Okay. I'm just not really sure where we're going or what's happening here. Oh, well, I know it's happening, but what's going to happen? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> not completely dense in this movie just yet. Just not sure where it's going. Yeah. Okay. I I am not either. It shall be interesting. Yeah. I'm wondering if her husband will ever find out. No. I don't think he. I don't think he will. Uh, yeah, that's where I'm leaning. I do kind of want him to come to the house for dinner, though. That would be entertaining. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Meet the kids. Yes. If the kids uh, notice anything. Kids well, are smart like that. The thing is, though, if he's coming to dinner, that means his wife is coming to dinner, and their boys are also coming to dinner. True. The kids so will play with the kids. it's a meeting of the families. Yeah. We need more witnesses to uh, pick up on stuff. <laughs> You're just having a bit of schadenfreude here, aren't you? I suppose. <laughs> really, just you, you want to see the... a, you want to you just want to stir the pot. You want to put of, it all yeah. together and make it go. <laughs> it, it really depends on how pronounced the feelings are between uh, the two of them, and if it's going to be the elephant in the room. And if you have both families together, that's just more people that can see the damn elephant in the room. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. But is it a pachyderm in the corner? Is it smaller and easily more concealed? Take me you hippo, know? not an elephant. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we just have the stirrings of something, and when we know that she's... And feeling it all hardcore and not sure what to do, trying to process it. That's really all we got. So yes, I'm running with it. I think I think I do that's that. plenty. I like it. It's it's getting me going. Okay. <laughs> shall we go find out then? I think we shall. Excellent. And we'll be back with our curtain call and infidelity. Some sort of pachyderm. Probably. Hopefully. <laughs> Need peanuts. So... <laughs> so the husband's not stupid. He did know. No, he didn't or know. What? He... Just that last line, kind of. Just, Darling, you've come back to yeah, because she was a thousand miles away. Remember? Oh, just in yeah, her yeah. She was and often her. Yep. <laughs> Telling the story that she couldn't bring herself to tell him. But she could tell everyone who everyone, came to the movie. Well, no, that, that was that was the point. He's the one person she can't actually tell, so she has to tell all of us instead. He's the one person who needs to know. And the only one who can't to... know. Yeah, yeah. 
even though it's over and nothing really happened. Yeah, it did. Oh, uh, well. Well. Can't tell me you've never had bridge sex. <laughs> Can't actually. I mean, really? No. He's not on the bridge. Uh, see? Uh, Robot sex? I guess it was insinuating <laughs> that that happens. Oh, yeah. Figured it would happen in the flat, but no, the dude whose flat it was came back. Yeah. Or I was a little yes. confused because all of a sudden he had a flat. There was a place to go. Yeah, no, that was, it was the same dude he borrowed the car from. That's Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you there. And that dude kind of confused me because, like, at the beginning of their conversation, he's all, oh, I see what's going on here. You know, if you just told me what was going on, it would have been all good. And, like, I wouldn't have come home and caught you in flagrata or whatever. And then at the end, he says he's disappointed in him. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Where did that come from? He's disappointed that he wasn't shameless about it, probably. I, he wasn't being enough of a piggish man like he would have been about it. I don't fucking know. It was That weird. was the vibe I got from It that. was very weird, and I did not like him. It felt very uh, in character for me. I, I did not like him at any point in that whole No, and that's why it fit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like, your disappointment means nothing to me because I consider your opinion not at all. You well, yes. horrible, horrible man. Who is Who the <laughs> fuck are you? Because yeah. you were in this for 30 seconds yeah. just to be a pig. And then somehow the moral police as well? Like, no, you don't... No, no. Well, the piggish moral police. I just... I, just, I did not like You're not being a womanizing bit. man and I'm going to shame you for it. You should be proud of your infidelity. Tell me about it. Uber Brandy. Maybe? That was a vibe I, I don't know. It, well, the, the way he said, I'm disappointed, made me think that he was disappointed that he was having an affair. Like, no, it didn't that's... seem that he was disappointed that it wasn't, that he wasn't as upfront about it, being like, hey, I need to use your flat to get some uh, action going on here. Maybe was, he was disappointed in the fact he was bad at covering up his tracks. I don't know what he was... Because there's a lot of that going on in here. Lies on top of lies, casting a wider net, bringing more and more people involved with the lies. Can you cover for me? If anyone asks, we did this. I, and I'm just yeah. a little upset that it didn't come to anything. No lies got called out on, nothing got revealed. It was just... Oh, you're on the train out of my life forever, and I'll go back to my husband. I wanted comeuppance at the end of this story. <laughs> I didn't necessarily want anything to happen bad to happen to Laura. Yeah. But I wanted the doctor, something to happen to the doctor, <laughs> beyond just, I'm going to Africa, but we'll always have the refreshment room. Because <laughs> really, that's all it is. It's the forbidden love story. Yeah. Which is fine, but that's literally all it was. Yeah. I wanted a little more grit, shall we say. <laughs> no, you just wanted the cheating man to get his comeuppance. Mainly, yes. Yeah. But it, it didn't have to be that necessarily. Some more drama, another wrench in things. Your schadenfreude is tingling, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. I was, it was gearing me up, and then nothing really happened. You got schadenfreude blue balled. <laughs> yes. 
See, this is what happens when you take delight in the misery of others, Ian. Fictional others. <laughs> These people don't exist outside uh, of Noel Coward's mind. Fictional people can have real impact. True. Very true. This is a fairly Look impactful movie. I just wanted a little more. <laughs> There's it felt like a couple loose ends. Just things that could have been done a little different. Like, they really harped on the woman who ran the refreshment room, who I really liked. She was, yeah, she was she cool. Was cool. But nothing really came of that story. Like, I wanted her to be a catalyst. I wanted her to interact with Lauren a little bit more. She was just a fun background flirtation with the ticket guy. That just had nothing to do with the actual story. No. But it was leading me on like it was going to. It was like a Chekhov's gun. She was introduced early, but then nothing went off. Well, she did later with the ticket guy. But, um... Yeah, off camera, yes. (laughs) The most interesting part about this movie is her guilt. Her absolute just tearing herself apart inside. Yeah. And it felt like for a while there we were just going to keep capitalizing on it. I mean, we kind of did. We kind of did. But we could have gone further and it could have been even more interesting. It didn't uh, happen. I don't know about that. There, there, there are limits. True. But especially in 1940s cinema. Okay, fine. <laughs> you just wanted more violence. You were not satisfied with the type of violence. There was some serious violence. There was inner violence. Good there was a lot of inner violence. and turmoil, yes. You wanted interpersonal violence. I don't know. It didn't have to go that far. Uh... It didn't have to. If it did, <laughs> that would made for great cinema, but... I don't know. Her... Yeah, she almost threw herself in front of the express train. Yeah. I just don't know if all that we saw justified enough of it. Oh, like... yeah, it did. Okay. Ha- ha- having been there. <laughs> Fair enough. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There is a big starkness to this movie. And everything looks kind of neat and clean but then there's that grittiness over it just like the story underneath there's a lot of (laughs) (laughs) but on the surface it's this nice romantic it is this was a good movie i just wanted a little more that's all it's an affair to remember no wait that's a different movie that's a different movie (laughs) i'm sure i've just been ruined by modern movies and their uh Ultraviolence. Yeah. I guess it just wasn't spelled out enough for me. Not being hand fed by Noel Coward. I am dissatisfied. <laughs> uh, you mean I have to do work and think about it? I don't know. I, I, I rather appreciated that. Of course, being able to directly empathize with the main character is, um, yeah. Anyway. There is a great power to it. And it's very real. It's kind of disturbingly real. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm having an issue with it. Yeah. It was you... too real, and so what I wanted to have happen would have skewed the reality a little bit. Would have allowed you to take yourself out of it and been, oh, this is just entertainment. This is a movie. Yeah. This Instead didn't happen. Of, oof. Yeah. It was very real. 
painfully real. <laughs> but in the end, all is well, right? Just don't fucking lie. Seriously, don't Ugh. fucking lie. That's... Yeah. If anything, this is a crash course in how <sighs> not to lie. Yeah. If you want to lie, it shows you how to lie very badly. <laughs> and still somehow get away with it. It's surprisingly easy to get away with that shit. Um, but that one line of, it's easy to lie when you know you're being trusted implicitly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's it's awful. Because honestly, you should really consider yourself extremely lucky that you have someone that trusts you implicitly. Most people don't have that. Yeah. Or they, they might think they do or have been convinced that they do, but in reality, they don't. Yeah. Yeah. Lost <laughs> more respect for Laura with that. Yeah, for sure. And I understand the very human nature of her up pretty much up to that point. When she started lying, that was oh, no, the I beginning of Oh, no, I very much understand the human nature of the lies as well. Well, yes, but I had not lost as much respect for her as I did before this web of complicated yeah. lies and a lot of words that's making it obviously a lie. Yeah, that's not something I can personally relate to, although I've definitely witnessed it in others. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, generally a lie, keep it succinct. Don't give me a novel. I mean, she, she called him up from the, the tobacconist. I yeah. thought she was say, I missed my train. I won't be home for dinner. Yeah. Done. No, no, I met this other person. And then this happened. With yeah, that was, yep. Nope. I'm like, no. Sorry, lady. That's. I understand your husband is rather dense. It doesn't exactly give you... I think he's kind of intentionally oblivious. I guess, by, uh, given the, the ending... Yeah. Oh, you've come back to me. Yeah, yeah. And that makes it sort of a, a trite story that's not giving her enough credit. Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, men are clueless. We know this. Yeah, but if he was being intentionally oblivious, it's almost as if, oh, I knew you'd come back... Yeah, you see, no, I don't see it that me. way at all. I don't see it that no. way at all. No, I think it's like what I mean by intentionally clueless is he just he has his life, he likes it the way it is, and he doesn't look at anything that might alter that. Okay, that that was very apparent. Yeah, throughout the movie, he didn't want anything and, to change, yeah. not even having someone over for dinner. Yep. So it wasn't that he was deliberately ignoring it. It was that it just didn't exist for him. And the fact that his wife was sitting there staring off into space made him uncomfortable. And then when she came back, he was very grateful that his life didn't have to change because it was it's exactly how he wanted it. Oh, that, oh no. Dumb puppy dog thing. Yeah. Okay. That just feels so lacking in depth. It is. Okay, well... Because if it's the character, then fair enough. <laughs> yeah. One fun thing about this story, the men are such flat characters. I mean, the Doctor's got a little depth to him. Not really. But not really. It's The most depth he has is, I love you. And the feeling's super strong, do you love me too? Yay! Well, my wife, I'm, I'm happy, but I'm not happy. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. But Lauren, yeah, it, it's nice to have... Such a complex female character. Yeah. All the men around you are just schlubs. Yeah. 
This is a good movie. Agreed. I just feel lacking at the end, and that's just a personal thing with me. <laughs> recommend it. It's David yep. Lean. Very well done. Looks gorgeous. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. And thanks for hanging out with us again. Um, if you want to help us keep doing this, support us on Patreon dot com slash cracker classics we can afford to have a tawdry love affair <laughs> <laughs> just think of the cost of train tickets every week to go to the movies and lunch and link us to your inflation's fan real it gets really expensive to have an affair these days <laughs> link us to your fanfics um send us copies on gmail we got a gmail cracker classics at gmail there's a website, too. Did you mention that already? No, I didn't. Crackerclassics.com. That's the one. Yep. And be better at lying. Or just don't fucking lie. But if you have to, be better at it. Or just don't fucking lie. Sometimes you have to lie, though. Or sucks. just don't but, fucking lie. You know. We'll see you next week. Bye!